This is a Media Lab podcast. Can unknown places ever be named? And can storms and hills ever be tamed? Welcome to Explore, a fiction anthology podcast that transports listeners to worlds that mirror our own. My name is Andrew G. Cooper, and I'll be your host. You're about to listen to Episode 2, A Dangerous View by Krista Marushi. On a windswept hill hovering over a city, a man stands as the sign of his times, bracing for the storm of the century. Explore is a site-specific podcast series. How does it work? You should be listening to this episode at Tom Campbell's Hill, a park in the Bridgeland neighborhood of Calgary's Northeast. Not in Calgary? Don't worry. You can still listen to the podcast whenever and wherever you like. For our more adventurous local souls, you can find how to get to the location in the show notes or on our website at theaterjupiter.com explore. If you haven't already, we recommend you download the episode, grab your headphones, and head out into the city. Are you ready? Explore your world. Experience lore. Before we dive in, I want to tell you about another great podcast I think you'll love. Play Me from CBC Podcasts is proud to present a new series, The Quarantine Chronicles. The Chronicles are seven works of audio fiction written by top North American playwrights invited to write short audio plays that capture the spirit of our distanced, disorienting, and deranged times with wonderfully weird results. You can listen to Play Me and The Quarantine Chronicles on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'd like to tell you about a podcast I love called Putting It Together. Hosted by Kyle Marshall, it goes through Stephen Sondheim's entire body of work, show by show and song by song. Whether you're a huge fan of Sondheim, like I am, or just a fan of musicals in general, this podcast is a must-listen. By analyzing lyric choices, it reveals how much of a genius he is and was. With a new guest each week, this podcast really showcases how character informs Sondheim's writing process, and by doing so, shows us how relevant songs that were written decades ago still are. Putting It Together is released every Wednesday, available wherever you download your podcasts. There used to be a sign on top of that hill, back when this place was more like a wilderness. It was long enough ago, but close enough to count. Before the Fisher of War split the century in two. You should head there sometime, if you're feeling nostalgic. Let the thick scent of wildflower syrup get inside your head and take in the city. She makes for quite a view. That sign stood in solidarity for 40 years 
maybe more. He had a singular perspective, both solid and true. Made like a man that you wouldn't forget. And when he needed a hat, you knew who to call. But to me, he was always something more than a sign of his times. I've seen it before, but I'll say it again. There's a storm stirring. A commotion was coming I hadn't weathered before. For better or worse, I'd chosen my ground. Sometimes a man has to take a stand, even all the way up here. There's a hillside I call home on the north side of the river, east of downtown. A lonely spot, with the name of a salesman. It was restless with grasslands, unintentional trees, a place prone to extremes, but compelling as all hell, with an unsuspecting quiet you could curl up into, only to bite you with a cold shoulder that lasted longer than an old maid's grudge. All around, untamed hills rolled away like distant thunder. When you position yourself on the edge, all you can see is down. Spread out before me is a city ready to shift. A tempestuous tomboy who sprang out of the dirt and never carried herself like the lady she hoped to become. Maybe someday she'll take the suggestion, but I sincerely doubt it. Downtown was always on the move, making her way any number of directions. I was on the outs and keeping my distance. Was I tired of her potential? Or was it only my perspective? Darkness snuggled in and suited her city silhouette. A faint tangerine rim playing around her edges. A smooth, neat swallow of dusky summer sunset. All paths around her led straight through to sky. I couldn't even hold my breath without her taking it away. If I was honest, which I wasn't, I seemed only made for her. But damn it, if that wasn't enough for me anymore. When he closed his eyes, he could feel the rumble of her vibrations. A city, wild as the West herself, bursting at the seams, expanding all her reach. The lady had something more powerful than charm. Which was why they'd shacked up and stayed together. Me and the missus, married to her boom and bust. Generations of fellas all tied up in her knots. She promised enough to go around, but we all had our suspicions. Well, all she asked for was devotion. Eyes fixated firmly on her foundations. Sure, a fella needs his space, but he wants to settle down. It was more conventional than either one of them expected, but Nick Archer... That lonely sentry watching over her on the hill had become a fixture she relied on. He knew what was needed and how to get it done. A real prize-winning business boy. I looked the part, at least. Something about the scheme, though, I couldn't authentically sell. Smile, the lady suggested. But my mouth wouldn't comply. Sure, I could pawn off material the missus wanted me to peddle, but inside was something darker, something rooted in this windswept wetland hovering over a precipice. 
Something ominous was looming. The clouds rolling in weren't exactly picturesque. I had a sense for things headed my way. That much came from being on the lookout. The city was setting in for the night, which meant more likely getting started. She sure knew how to take up all the space. Not even here could I escape all her racket. Be a honey dear now, her lights winked suggestively, and settle in for the stretch. Was next to her where I belonged? What was she selling? And when had I bought in? Oh, get your head out of those clouds and under your hat already. She was always popping off corn like that. Always inside my head, listening to it all. And that was half the problem. Now the rain was falling and wasn't likely to let up. Lightning on the horizon lit up chunks of sky, electricity striking closer like an umpire calling out. Was it headed for me? The wind moved inside me, and it was my turn at bat. An unseen crowd watching, not over my shoulder, but all around and closing in on the air. What time was it now? Time I found my way. When was something else coming? Who was I, anyway? Everything, all wrong. Everything, god damn. What was the point of it all? What good was a watch if it only worked overtime? I closed my eyes hard, then opened to embrace whatever had found me, whatever was due. Nikki, dear, can you hear me? Hmm? Are you listening, honey dear? Fix your feet and find your way. This really isn't the time for all this. Honey dear, be damned. Of course it was time, but it wouldn't be in her direction. Instead, I shuffled my feet further towards the edge. Dear old disobedient feet, shifting slowly on a path to nowhere. It was a dangerous view. I always felt blue at the end of April. Or was it May? (sighs) It might be June, for all I knew. This spring was one long cigarette drag out of cold, wet misery. I should have worn different shoes. These ones were worn through. They didn't go with my hat, which was newer than a decent man should seem. A hat had to be sharp, as a man's mind, as his senses, but effortlessly worn, as if it naturally appeared. This is what came of fashion, and trying too hard to be one of the boys. Just like a show pony. God damn. (gasps) Language, honey dear. Watch your step. Language be damned. Honey dear, be damned. I was flying above the fences tonight, and this hill was almost high enough to level her playing field. Except she knew what he was made of and who he was made for. He couldn't give her the brush off. (laughs) Not now and not ever. He was right where she wanted him. And that's where he'd stay. And if he wouldn't play his part, adjustments would be made. And that's when it finally hit me. Who was I compared to her? Wherever she was headed, I couldn't keep up. I didn't want to. All the rules were changing while I stopped to watch the game. The wind was pushing me forward. From where I was standing, the only way was down. 
would it drown out all her noise if I only kept going. From where I was standing, he was positioned on the vista against the fading light burdened by that promise to always try again tomorrow. More like a faithful dog begging for scraps before his mistress every morning. I'd seen him before, not that he'd returned the favor. I do have a tendency to keep off the record. It's rarely wise for a woman to make herself known in uncultivated country. But I was tired of seeing his nose rubbed in the dirt. Not that many men make their way up through the mud. So it seemed the right time for me to make some introductions. You looking to start a landslide, or just playing the odds on gravity? Like a cool knife, setting all the knots loose. She cut in like a glacier with tectonic ferocity. I turned and saw something like a female leaning against a straggling tree. Who the hell was she? And where had she come from? So, you made it to the top, but couldn't take all the exposure? I couldn't see her clearly. Intermittent flashes made her tricky to make out. The air was restless between us, charged and ready to strike. Maybe she was a figment, but she seemed a real-life figure. My suspicions were aroused, and that wasn't all. You think your head could allow anyone a word in edgewise? Or are you one of those who takes up all the space? I'd ask who you are and where the hell you came from, but it wouldn't seem neighborly. Oh, I like to think we're old friends. I've seen you around another time or two. So, I'm under observation. Hmm, let's just say you're hard to miss. I'd return the compliment, but I'm somewhat at a loss. You want to come a little closer? Out from under that tree? I think I'll sit tight. You seem like someone who'd be better off in bed. And you seem like someone who crawled out of the dirty thirties with a glimmer in your eye to hold a bouncing newborn decade. Didn't you get the memo? It won't ever be and never was to begin with. That's uh, an interesting perspective. I'm full of those. So you made your way here, up this hill, to share them. <laughs> Legs are for more than looking at, when a woman knows how to use them. It's a strange place to be this time of night. Oh, especially for me? Sure. A lady like yourself? Whoever said I was one of those? You seem disconcerted. Is that on your behalf or mine? I wasn't sure what she was suggesting, but I wasn't in the mood, so I told her so directly. I'm not sure what you're suggesting, but I'm not really in the mood. I could tell you I was sorry, but it wouldn't be sincere. You seem awful close to a slip down that slope. I wouldn't call it that. You sure you're not feeling a little overwhelmed by the view? I didn't ask for your outlook. Besides, it's all wrong. This isn't the place for a woman on her own. Why not head yourself home before you get yourself hurt? A woman's always on her own, at home or otherwise. A roof with four walls won't provide me protection. Besides, I'm here with you. I'm not out here alone. You don't know me. You don't even know you. And me, I know enough. What we both need is space, which is here for the taking. Unless you're staking a claim? A claim is just paper. It means nothing to the land. Oh, it's too early in the conversation to wax so philosophic. 
You think we could find enough room up here for two? A voice inside my head told me not, not to be, be a fool. fool. He knew nothing about her, what she could do. What was she up to? She was throwing some dice, and it wasn't clear why. But those thoughts were pushed aside when stepping out into the open, overhead lit up electric, and she looked straight into me. Her hair blew around her, unencumbered and careless, almost willful like a child. It was longer than most women let their hair grow and seemed resistant to the rain. Her cheekbones cut a cliffside, treacherously leading to plush, rounded lips. Their silence suggested I raise my gaze upwards into unrelenting eyes that took what I was made of and smashed it all to pieces. She shook out some ghosts I didn't know had taken hold. She saw more than I wanted, but gave me something, too. You think all that thinking helps you make up your mind? I'm only taking in the view. <laughs> your head sure is screaming for some kind of something. Think you'll ever find it? I'm not sure what I've found. I guess you'll keep looking. What's a man gotta do to find some P&Q? Hmm? Peace and quiet? It's an old slogan. An ad for... Never mind. I never do. What does a man have to do for some quiet? Wouldn't I like to know? I should have figured that by now. You find any of yours? That's not what I'm looking for. Was she wind or water that eluded my grasp? In the midst of an expanse, she had all my attention. And the wilderness within her was something you couldn't pronounce and likely weren't supposed to. She held her own with the elements, but something within me wanted to offer her shelter. If you give it a moment, the rain will let up. There's a break in the clouds, though it won't last for long. Well, isn't that handy? You mind if I smoke? Go ahead if you want. Cigarette? I don't smoke if I can help it. Hmm, I didn't like the look of whatever was happening. Well, there's always some scrapper with their sights on your man. Eyes are prone to wander, so I didn't take the slight. Well, if you can't give a guy a break, you'll never break him in. And what was she? Compared to me. As if I didn't have her number. As if I didn't know her name. <sighs> it's best not to react when you're running the room. I was prepared to take my time. So I let them share their silence. Since they were too stupid to notice mine... Can I ask you something, stranger? Sure. Why not? You ever get tired of the same old, same old? Depends on the view. And who gets to decide what that's going to be? I guess the men with the money. And don't they run the show? Wouldn't you like more say in all the things you have to see? I got enough to look at. Take right now, 
for example. Don't try and make me blush. I don't have the temperament. I'm only offering a perspective. Who do you think determined the path that brought us here? Our own feet or some kind of fate? I've been here so long I couldn't really be sure. Certainty is a thing for another century. Well, I wouldn't mind some back. <laughs> I'm certain you would. Isn't that human nature? It's human, but not nature. What if that certainty standing in my way, what would you do then? I guess that depends. On whatever it is you're up to. Who says I'm up to anything? Don't take me for someone who doesn't pay attention. I may not understand the game, but I see that you're a player. Oh, I could almost be afraid of someone like you, with your aloof little shrug and those aw shucks eyes. You got a bird's eye view on a train wreck headed straight into tomorrow. You gonna tie yourself to the tracks or cut yourself loose? Are those my only two options? When you stand at the crossroads, you get caught in the crossfire. And you're holding the gun. There's a storm about to hit us. Maybe it's time for you to choose. Let's say it's me or your missus. You can't have it both ways. I'm not sure I want either. Make another choice then, so long as it's yours. You seem to be shivering. It's nothing, and I'm not. You want to take my coat? That's nothing I need. Well, the wind's picking up. It's not the wind, and I won't. You're afraid of something, then. Maybe a little afraid of me. <laughs> Certainly not you. Can't take a joke you don't happen to be in on. If I'm going to be your punchline, at least invite me to the party. Welcome to the party. You're the only one invited. You got anything to drink? I'm afraid I'm fresh out of that kind of luck. I'd settle for some music. And a partner for a dance. What do we do for music? Make some of our own. <laughs> You've got surprising moves. I'd say it's how we move together. Too bad the world's all out of tune. Our town doesn't even have an orchestra. It has to decide on a song. But for that, she'd need a soul made of more than cement. That's an ugly thing to say. It's an ugly thing to feel. Try it sometime. I almost think I am. For the first time in too long. Being here with you. I couldn't stop feeling even if I tried. Don't you ever get tired of standing off to the side while she sits there at the center sucking up all the air? I can't say I've had a choice. She exerts quite an influence. Rivers of liquid assets skirt around those lifeless monuments. Money squeezed from stones sapped straight from the heartland. What good is progress when it only spreads out more pavement? She thinks she's got a hold on those who build up her empire. She's dead set on expansion, but they'll strip her for parts without paying their respects. All of it, all of her, is forged on a lie. Lies she tells herself late at night when it's quiet. I've heard her whisper remorse, but even that won't last for long. Too many bones beneath, buried in her dirt. And with the symphony that's coming, the world at war will drown her out with its overwhelming sound. I can almost hear it. Can't you, if you try? Mostly it's something I can't make out at all, but it feels like something that might leave me behind. I wish you were wrong. 
What did you say your name was? I didn't. And it's Nick Archer. Now that's a name to grow into. Annie. Just Annie? For starters. You seem awfully familiar, Annie. As if we've met before. I could say the same, though your face is pretty standard. And don't say something corny. It's nice to meet you, Annie. I didn't know how much I wanted to until I already had. Tell me more about yourself. What do you do with all your time these days, Mr. Nick? You need a nickname, Archer. Advertising, mostly. Making my money off signs of the time. Well, you've got the jawline for influence. So I've been told. Anyone call you Smiles? Yours is nice, if underused. Funny. It's been suggested. You're something of a puzzle, dear Annie. Annie, dear, do you mind if I call you dear? I can't figure you out. What's there to figure? To begin with, would you call that look a smile or a smirk? <laughs> Can it be both? Let's chalk it up to contentment and stop with the questions. But I couldn't keep quiet. There was something unsettled. Unsettling? In me or was it her? The very air she stirred was stirring in me. And what's worse was, she knew it. She knew everything she was doing, and she held the upper hand. Oh, of course she held the upper hand. He had handed it to her. <sighs> they were getting too cozy. But I had to draw her out. She was aiming after something and trespassing my territory. You can come a little closer. I promise not to bite. So I did. And she didn't. Her forehead nuzzled against my neck, my pulse quickening at her touch. You were made for something softer than that five o'clock shadow. Most days I find it feels closer to twelve. What are you doing to me? You know that you're doing it, don't you? I'm making my way as the spirit moves. Does it do that to you often? Depends on the weather. <laughs> I knew it was the smirk. And isn't a smile what all ad men are after? As if buying gets us anything other than bought. Ah, <gasps> and there it was. <laughs> the sales pitch. Oh, she was so close to closing, but overplayed her hand. <laughs> well, he'd see the strings. I had trained him in the business. You can't trust a pitch that pretends it's not a claim. So what are you offering? It's not a transaction. You sure about that? A woman always has an agenda. <laughs> now he was finally onto hers. Your eyes have gotten sore from staring in her direction. You've got your own circulation more than going through her motions. I suspect you have perspective if you'd open up your eyes. Sure. Open them up, Nick. Take a peek at the scoreboard. After everything I've done, all the time we've been together, 40 years isn't nothing that we've stood here, side by side. We were made for each other. Certainly you for me. We're made from the same material, connected at our core. I'm not made of stone. 
I wasn't made for only you. Or you, for that matter. Whatever the two of you are up to. I'm not up to anything. Don't fall for her schemes, Nikki. She'll bankrupt us both. You walk away from me, Archer, and you won't find your way home. Stop doing her dirty work and don't play the dummy. She's got her hooks deep. You can feel them taking hold. But take a look into me and let go of the city. Turn away from her, Nikki. She only wants to take you down. She doesn't like where you're standing. Did she tell you her plan? How she'd like to clear the decks, turn your place back into Parkland? Hm. Let me guess. Go back to nature. With no names or painted wood plastered over her wilderness. I'm not sure what you're after. I'm wide and open, like the future. She's only trying to draw you in. Your feet were facing my direction. You already found your way. I don't know what... what this is. My head's getting... dizzy. You don't have to think. You just trust your gut. Since the day we first met, you've been my fellow on the lookout. We've looked out for each other, and you've never let me down. I rely on you, Nikki. Your face is awful familiar. It's more than attraction. There's something magnetic between us. You know you belong here. You can't just turn away. But something had shifted, and it wasn't just the wind. I should have been more skeptical. It was part of my upbringing. But I'd grown tired of standing watch. I needed something to embrace. And Annie was strangely silent, which soothed me somehow. So I stepped towards her, closer to the hope for something more. Even if in the end, it left me with nothing. Don't be a fool, Nick. Huh. Aren't you listening? Honey dear? Nikki? Honey dear? Aren't you listening anymore? And the city noise subsided. We were the center of the storm, and within it was silence. Your feet found their way. There's quite a slope to your neck. If I could come... A little closer. How unlike a gentleman to have already asked. First of my kind? Certainly the last. He kissed her with passion. If you wanted to call it that. It was something more akin to fireworks. Exploding into stars and streaking light across the sky to build a bridge outside of time. And in that connection of soft lips and firm bodies, they went somewhere beyond the reach of my voice. But the job wasn't done. A kiss can't support a galaxy. Without having a foothold, some part in him held back. The part made like a man who searches for certainty, a place to settle down. And so, the storm broke through, moving now between them to tear them apart. 
future. I've been waiting to meet you. I didn't know it would be now. I still don't know the way. No one said you had to. We can ride out this rain. Only two fools would stand out in the open. That force to be reckoned with was headed here all along. And is that you that's behind it? I've been beside you all along. The ground underneath your feet. The very thing that supports you. What are you, Annie? Tell me your name. Where I'm from, there's no names. Just a spirit that moves. Oh, Nick. Don't you know I could tear you apart? And I'd most likely let you, but still, I'm here asking. You have to trust me if you want to pass this moment. The storm will take you down. They'll take away your name. Stay here with me and we'll make our place together. You've let go of her for now, but you can't stand on your own. You've got to grab a hold of something. Grab onto me. What are you doing? I can't take the big sleep. I'm wide awake. Restless. And I'm tossing and turning all the time aroused. In the middle, early morning, gulping fresh air by the guzzle. Nerves electric on surface with swirling gusts in lungs alive. I'm a place where ancients gathered. A resource for men to plunder. A place above but on the outskirts. They might name me with their names. Call me more of their things. But I am something larger they almost can't remember. And while you're still awake, I'll take your spirit alive in mine, the wind in us together. Sink your toes into the ground and drink deep from the torrent. We'll outlast them all, however long they last. That city will expand, but still keep lonesome places. A place for people to return to, hills with perspective, roads into the sky. Something above it all, but solid enough to stand on, and always with our whisper on the surface of its soil. I'm made for what I'm made for. Smile, Nikki. Smile. What'll I do if I don't sell the goods? I see something more than a man selling hats. You've always been alive. That's how you made your way to me. I wasn't made to last. You'll last if I let you. We'll make a name together. If you came a little closer, I might find my way. I've held you for so long. I'll hold on to you forever. She seemed like the place I'd wanted to settle. My heart wasn't with the city. The throws weren't so lucky and the payoffs were dwindling. Annie was my shift, before the seismic shake. And I needed her space. So, I let go of my own. And so, the sign disappeared. Some say its time was over, and they simply took it down. Or a storm was its undoing. Others knew the hill had plans of her own and didn't need that decoration. The name from the sign never did that hill justice. But still, people from the city came to pay respects. You could do a lot worse than see the world from that perspective. For those who are wondering, her and Nick are still together. 
the anima spirit of the hill. Together, they joined to forge something unnameable. Well, that's none of your goddamn business, so just go on. Keep calling them Hatmaker's Hill. But take a breath, maybe. Whenever you're there, check under your brim and say a silent thank you to the ground beneath your feet, all the while reaching upwards towards the sky. And some say it's quite a view. And I, for one, agree. Welcome back to our world. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a rating and a review in your podcast app. And make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Did you know Jupiter Theatre has a Patreon? You can support us for as little as $5 per month, and you'll be helping us create more audio theatre for you. You'll also get access to behind-the-scenes content and additional digital theatre productions. A Dangerous View was written by Krista Marucci and directed by Javier Vallalta. It featured Griffin Cork, Ali Direct, and Jamie Toniazzini. This season of Explore was created and produced by me, Andrew G. Cooper. Cassandra Watson is our assistant producer, and Skylar Desjardins is our production and technical manager. Sound design by Alexandra Kalman, original music by Jonathan Lewis, and audio engineering by Kyle Marshall. Explore is produced by Jupiter Theatre with Media Lab YYC. This season is created and presented in Mokinstis, also called Calgary, in Treaty 7 territory. We would like to acknowledge and thank all the previous caretakers of this land. Those who are known and unknown, acknowledged and unacknowledged. We are so happy to be able to call this region home. This season is supported by the Calgary Arts Development, City of Calgary, and the Rosé Foundation. Thank you for listening. Make sure you tune in next time. You must tune yourself. Be attuned. Or we'll know.